0: Hello, Chris
1: Hello Sharon
0: Are we recording? Are oh yeah,
1: we on this? yeah oh, we're, we're, we're good, we're on Little
0: red dots, that's fun
1: Welcome to the Crowncast
0: Welcome to the Crowncast, Season 1, Episode 5 Smoke and Mirrors
1: That's The Crown, Season 1, Episode 5 Smoke and Mirrors
0: What's the title of our podcast?
1: I'm so glad you asked
0: What's the title of this episode of our podcast?
1: So, this is the best I could come up with. Um, And, you know, as you know, I didn't do any research. Um, The Crown Cast, Season 1, Episode 5, Dueling Subplots.
0: Okay. I'll take that. Okay, cool. I'm not really sure what the smoke and mirrors is referring to, though, in this. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors with royalty, so... I don't know specifically what they're talking about yeah and they named it smoke and mirrors that's
1: kind of what that's kind of what i was thinking because i i couldn't come up with what the title A meant either
0: definitive specifically. explanation
1: um but i kept running into this episode like is really full of subplot and not full of plot so queen mary is dying and they're planning the coronation. Right. And those were, they felt like subplots to me. Mm -hmm. That's where I was on that.
0: The episode opens with young Elizabeth. I love that little actor. She is just so adorable.
1: Yeah, she was good.
0: And she looks, well, I guess she's probably British. Because I was going to say, because she looks so British. Not really sure what that even means, but.
1: Her teeth seem fine. (laughs) Well, she's young. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: the episode opens with young Elizabeth visiting her father to play the archbishop role in his practice, practice coronation. Right. Which I think is is lovely, the way they segued it into.
1: So, yeah, King George, or KG, as I'm going to start calling him. Oh, I like that. I, I hope we don't get letters. Or actually, I hope we do get letters, because that would be fun. Um, so, KG... Is playing around with young.
0: You know, I only think of Kyle Gass when you say KG. I do.
1: <laughs> of course I know that.
0: So you just got one of the little crowns. You
1: just got a little crown,
0: yeah. <laughs> I hope Rage Cage doesn't sue you for that.
1: I really hope he does,
0: though. <laughs> want to cease and desist from Tenacious D's lawyers. That would be awesome.
1: It would be. So
0: Anywho. Right.
1: So, KG and Liz are uh, practicing for King George's uh, mm-hmm. coronation. Right. And he got to wear the crown a little bit. Right. Um, and then I forgot what we were talking about because we were making jokes about KG. <laughs> I
0: honestly didn't know where you were going. I didn't let you get that far.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I've forgotten. <laughs> Welcome to your world. Right. Let's see. We did the intro. Hello, Chris. Hello, Sharon. And then what did we do after that? Because we were talking and then blah, blah, blah. And then I can't remember. Oh, well, it wasn't that good of a story anyway.
0: Okay. If you think of it later, you can always stick that
1: in there. Sure. Let's just move on. Okay.
0: KG is certainly his mother's son because yes. he says to sure. Elizabeth, when the holy water touches me, I am transformed and have direct contact with the divine bound to god i am transformed brought into direct contact with the divine
1: for, forever changed what we were talking about is intercutting those scenes with present day queen elizabeth right and her putting the crown on right um, so that was, a, that was a nice bit of editing in there with them cutting back and forth from from those scenes.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. You were saying that KG was walking around with the crown on and practicing right. and saying how heavy it is. Right. That's
1: fun. And then uh, the uh, the elder Queen Elizabeth got to do the same thing. There was actually one thing I wrote down from that that was really cool that I, I, I liked a lot. One of the scenes where they had a cut from mm-hmm. King George back to Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. She is talking with her butler dude who gave her the crown. Right. And she's like,
0: may I borrow this? And he's like, borrow it from whom?
1: Right. Like it's your crown lady. (laughs) You don't have to borrow it.
0: Right. And then she and the kids go to surprise Philip. Like they're, she's prancing around the castle in her crown and being all queenie. And that was really, (laughs) I like dry toast.
1: This is the episode where we do voices.
0: (laughs) I wonder what the corgi voices sound
1: like. Oh, gosh. I'm not even going to try.
0: <laughs> we haven't really gotten to corgis
1: yet. We have not. She's bouncing around the castle with the kids looking for right. the Duke of Edinburgh.
0: Who's off flying.
1: Right. Like he does.
0: Mm-hmm. So she puts him on her coronation crew.
1: She does. She was definitive about that. She uh, she gathered her council of harumph. And- <laughs>
0: Now you're going to get a cease and desist from Churchill.
1: Hmm. I'm not so <laughs> sure that's true. <laughs> Let's test that theory. And she she basically tells them that Prince Philip will now be the director of the coronation crew. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, well, I don't think. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We're having a moment.
0: <laughs> Philip says that he's the lead. Yeah. There's her rumping.
1: Yeah. But then, I mean, she makes her decision. She's like, yep, that's what we're doing. Right. And I'm out.
0: Right. One of the notes that I made, I think it was Tommy, Pinball um, Wizard, who was saying, What do you mean?
1: Is he not? Oh, the Pinball Wizard.
0: <laughs> I thought maybe he was in the Broadway musical of Tommy. And I got very excited because I don't think he's old enough for that. No idea. Okay. But he's talking about the chief butler of England, and he keeps saying, "But that's his job." And so I was like, "What the hell's the chief butler of England?" And that's literally all they do—they run the coronation. Job. That is the job of the chief butler of England. What have they run been the doing for the
1: past sixty I years? Oh
0: no. And they're all Norfolks, and that's that's what they do.
1: <laughs> they been- that's
0: their their job.
1: Have they been, like, <laughs> <laughs> redoing the, the next coronation plan every other year for the past 60 years? I guess.
0: I mean, I guess you have to have someone on hand in case someone dies, maybe?
1: I guess. I don't know. I wonder if they also do, I, mean, I guess you did the research, but uh, I wonder if they also do, like, royal babies no. and weddings. No. No, no, I'm not saying
0: that they only do the coronation because other people were coronated. I haven't figured out all the details on other people being coronated, but as I've researched things, um, I've seen things like Queen Mary, who was only a queen because she's the wife of the king. She and. King George the fifth were coronated together. Okay. I'm still not hundred percent sure exactly how all of that works. Sure. I do want to go back real quick. That's probably though. why they
1: have a butler. Yeah. Go That's for it. Why
0: they need a butler for all that shit. I want to go back to when Liz and Philip were having the conversation about him being the head of the coronation.
1: Cause crew. they were, they were kind of arguing.
0: Well, they were at the ballet.
1: Oh, oh, oh I thought you they, meant in the bedroom. No. In their chambers. No. Okay.
0: Yeah. They kind
1: of are. Because they started that. it there, but then you're right. They went to the, the the ballet.
0: Right. The the Mr. Bean ballet.
1: Yeah. We're assuming that's Rowan Atkinson. I have no idea <laughs> if it was or not. I think that would be awesome if it were. Well,
0: the thing that really struck me most about about that scene was I get to talk about jewelry again. <laughs> The tiara she wore. It's
1: tiara time. To
0: the belt. It's tiara time. I need a little. I wonder if Jenny Perry can squeeze me in a little tiara riff. That's
1: a good idea. We should ask.
0: I need a tiara time. So this beautiful tiara is made of interlocking circles of diamonds With pearl teardrops dangling from the center of each.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a really pretty one. It's beautiful. She was wearing that in the car. It's beautiful.
0: And it turns out it's one of Queen Elizabeth's favorite tiaras. This one is known as the Vladimir tiara. Nice. It and a boatload of other Romanov jewels were smuggled out of Russia to Britain sometime before duchess vladimir herself fled to venice back in the revolution
1: so these are these are russian revolutionary jewels mm-hmm, they are fascinating
0: after her death her family started auctioning off the jewelry and queen mary bought it along with some other jewels and she had additional drops to the pearl drops made from her own mother's emeralds. So those pearls that are dangling can be switched out with dangly emeralds. Or you can take them off completely and wear it without dangles. But who would want to wear it without dangles? Because it's very practical. The Windsors are known for their practicality.
1: That's that's so funny because the imagery that that information has brought up for me Mm -hmm. is like how people sort of live in in certain circles. So like the mommy's groups live in the mommy's group circles. Okay. You know, right. The, the blacksmiths sort of live in their blacksmithing circles. Right. And the fucking Queens and princesses sort of live in their Queens and princesses circles. Very
0: much. So they're kind of isolated that way. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: From a realistic standpoint in the show at the time she wore this, Liz did not yet own it because she inherited it from her grandmother and her grandmother is not quite dead yet so she may have borrowed it but i don't know if she borrowed a lot of jewels i don't feel like she wore a lot before she was queen which i guess she is queen now so that's speculation but and then the necklace that she's wearing is also gorgeous was a big honkin necklace, too. And it is eight huge pearls surrounded and connected by diamonds with pearl drops dangling from the central clusters. That necklace was a gift from the Prince of Wales, Queen Victoria's son, who later became Edward the Seventh, to that was a gift from him to his wife, Queen Alexandra the woman who became Queen Alexandra to celebrate their wedding in 1863. That passed down again to Queen Mary, Mm -hmm. Liz's grandmother. But then it went to the queen mother. Again, Liz must have borrowed it because she did not inherit it until her mom died in 2002. Okay. Which they do. They do borrow a lot. And actually she has not been seen wearing it. Since then? Ever. According to this article. Um, Kate Middleton did wear it to a state dinner last year, though, which is really cool. It's really neat to see the jewelry on this show photographed on women from Kate Middleton all the way back to fucking Queen Victoria. I think that's cool as hell. And I bet it's really neat to wear heirloom jewelry like that, especially when it's a big honking tiara that would fall off your head with the weight of it. They're so pretty. They're sparkly. And that's what I had to say about two hour time.
1: Okay. That's like, good. I
0: guess that could be another like a little interlude part for
1: us. If we don't yeah, have questions. A segment. Yeah. Cause see another thing too, I was kind of thinking about this while we were watching because I, I, you know, like I said, I feel like this episode was mostly subplot. So I, I wasn't all that enthralled by it.
0: It's so funny. Cause those are the ones, these are the ones that I really like.
1: It's really interesting. <laughs> really interesting to me because I like last week. I really enjoyed that episode. I was just like, Ugh. and you were just like so over it. So that's that's really funny. That is fun. That's a good counterpoint. That's good.
0: After the scene at the ballet, we go to Paris where
1: Bois de Bologna. That was. Cousin tight. That was the, one of the, the titles they had. I don't know if it was a city or a region or the name oh. of the place, but that was, that was the title. I
0: just have Paris. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, but it's the name of the house.
1: It could be the name of the house.
0: I'm sure it's the name of the house. I don't
1: know what it means.
0: So Edward and his wife, Wallace Simpson, who is not a highness. The reason that's such a sore point is because, I don't know if you remember, he has been asking his niece for a title for his right. wife and she's not
1: they're not having any of that She's
0: not having any of that something else i noticed while they were at what a bologna what a bologna what a bologna
1: yes what a bologna <laughs> that should be the title of the crown cast season one episode five
0: what a bologna well done <laughs> i think he should wear more ascots me? I think, I think Edward looks wonderful in an ascot, and I think you should maybe try to adopt him.
1: My high school band uniform <laughs> prior to me joining the high school band right? was 70s blouses with 80s collars and gold ascots.
0: And 60s ascots.
1: And I did not have to wear that costume Good. Good. because I got to high school in 10th grade, and they bought us all brand new. Fit for us uniforms. So I had a great fitting uniform of my own. Oh. Was not stupid and ascotty.
0: <laughs> so we got a tour of the home during the interview.
1: I did have the hair for it back then.
0: I guess you did, didn't you? That long, red, luscious hair. Mm-hmm. The girls on the band bus would probably braid for you.
1: <sighs> Those were the days.
0: <laughs> I braided
1: your beard for you. True. And and, and
0: in the tour (laughs) of Boulogne's
1: (laughs) Bois de Bologna,
0: (laughs) we see that Edward has kept his red box. I didn't know that was an option.
1: He kept his last red box.
0: So there's more than one red box? I don't I want there to be one red box. And now now I've seen three.
1: It's terribly inefficient to just use one.
0: We're only five episodes in and I've seen three of them.
1: So. There's probably stunt doubles for all of them, too.
0: <laughs> In case they fall off a table. Right. Well, Churchill's secretary did drop his once, didn't she?
1: I don't remember. I don't think she dropped it. Okay. She may have.
0: There was some, I remember some fumbling.
1: Yeah, it may have, may have been fumbling.
0: But we're reminded here, too, that Edward was never coronated. Right. Because there's such a long time between becoming the king and coronation. And I read somewhere that George took over his coronation date.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. So
0: the butler of Great Britain or whatever his title is didn't have to replan. They just plopped someone else right in there.
1: That's like having a joint birthday in between your two birthdays that are two weeks apart.
0: Yeah. I bet George didn't get a booby cake though.
1: Probably not. Probably not. That I think is accurate.
0: Missing out. And Edward and Wallace have pugs and they have a little row of pug dolls on their couch. And now I want to make little pug dolls and sell them on the Crowncast website for extra money.
1: I I think that's a fantastic idea. I was waiting. I was sitting there watching that couch (laughs) with the pug on it and the little pug dolls. And I was waiting for you to notice that. And you took ages to notice that, but then you you chuckled and you rewound it immediately and then watched it again. Yeah, like you do.
0: So, look for that coming up on our CrownCast Kickstarter. Maybe that will be a prize.
1: <laughs> this first part that we're getting with Edward, he's really weird, and oh yeah, you can tell he's got this. <laughs> like, He's got something sort of in the back of his head about the coronation and his abdication and his brother and his niece and he talks about going to London like this this horrible thing it's hell you know he gets he gets the word that queen mary mm-hmm. is is dying essentially mm-hmm. so he starts planning his trip now i know there's issues with his wife because what she's a divorcée twice so and that's like Scandal of the universe, yeah. apparently. Um, it's interesting. They're they're just sort of painting him with this weirdo jerk kind of brush right. at this point in the show. But they're also doing the same thing with Philip. Like, Philip's getting sort of painted yeah. with, like, jerky asshole husband kind of brush. Mm-hmm. But then he's also got these moments where he, he changes. Right. And he becomes... Very sweet
0: and romantic. Very supportive, and mm-hmm.
1: so it's it's interesting to see it, but also noticing that sort of takes me out of the experience of watching the show.
0: Oh, I'm sorry about that.
1: I, it's okay. It's I, I'm not offended. It's just when I see the machinery of the show and mm-hmm. not the show itself, I know that I'm not fully invested right. in watching it.
0: Right. And as we were saying before, it it is super interesting because I'm all about that stuff.
1: Right. Yeah, it's very- and that's
0: when I'm mostly vested in the show. So,
1: and I find this between us, I find this very interesting. Yeah. I still like the show. I mean, sure, I'm not I'm not sure. saying anything bad about the show. When Tommy and Elizabeth's mom mm-hmm. were walking through the palace mm-hmm. after they had a, they were in a meeting or something, um, they're walking through the palace, and I'm just looking at the set, and I'm just like, wow, is this actually Buckingham Palace? Is this actually some other random palace they were able to shoot in? Mm -hmm. Or did they put this together as a set? Because it's fucking amazing. It's pretty amazing. You know, and I could do some research to try to find out. But I'm not going to do that.
0: Well, maybe I'll write that down.
1: That would be a good one. Questions for next time.
0: I'll see what I can find out. Okay. I don't know how
1: that's going to work. The truth is out there.
0: (laughs) It's indeed. So Edward is wailing about having to go to London.
1: Blah, blah, blah.
0: Wallace was uninvited to his mother's funeral, and then she was invited to fuck.
1: (laughs) She was, wasn't she? That's on my note. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote down, um, Edward is weird. Reporter interview (laughs) is horny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All of that is true. And later, Wallace is also... Uninvited to the coronation. Right. And Edward is also uninvited to the coronation.
1: Well, it basically works out that she is not invited. He is welcome to come, except he personally doesn't want to do that. Sure. So as a result, they're sort of forcing him to not come.
0: And he then asks that the policy be changed so that he is not allowed to come either. Right he asks that former monarchs monarchs not be uninvited he wants to save so he can say some face there which, you know it's all about him so
1: ironically though his whole reason behind why he's so upset with his family is that they don't accept his wife whom he loves right he loves this woman dearly and he's very clear about that
0: and is obviously very loyal to her
1: and that's a sentiment that i really get behind sure. and I really respect him for but at the same time, he's really just kind of a douche to everyone else. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's interesting character development. Yeah. It makes me curious about the real life people.
0: Absolutely.
1: Not so much that I'm going to actually go and try to find this out.
0: Not that we will even know that much about that the Royals could, personal right. lives. Right. Yeah. But
1: you probably have to go and actually read books for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But still, I find it very interesting in the in the world of the show. Right. You know, it, I'm, the world of the show is a drama. Mm hmm not necessarily real life, but based on real things. Right. So it's, it's very world building for me.
0: And then Queen Mary has died.
1: Yeah. We get word that Queen Mary has died.
0: Do you want her, her given name, her birth name?
1: How fast can you say it? What time is it? Uh, Let's see. I don't have a stopwatch. It's just after 10 o'clock.
0: At birth, she was named. Her Serene Highness, Princess Victoria, Mary, Augusta, Louise, Olga, Pauline, Claudine, Agnes of Tech.
1: Say it again. Maki, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davey, Timmy, Tommy, Joey, Robbie, Johnny, and Brian. At birth, she was named. That yes. was her name. That's her birth name. I guess they used the long form birth certificate.
0: <laughs> she was called Princess May, which yeah. I think is super sweet. It is. I don't know where May came from because May is not one of those 47 words that I just said.
1: When's her birthday? Earlier. Then what?
0: When she died.
1: Okay. That's fair. Born before she died. That checks out.
0: (laughs) That's as close as I can get. Oh, maybe she was born in May.
1: That's sort of what I was getting at. Do your own research. (laughs)
0: I'm glad they got to use the film clip of the casket-lowering mechanism again.
1: Oh, <laughs> They that, got, like, uh,
0: double duty out of that, however have, much they paid for that. Like... <laughs> Doubled in value. They
1: were they totally subplotted her on this because it was like, oh, like Queen Mary dies. <laughs> and then they're in Westminster Abbey for the funeral. Mm-hmm. And then Philip's all jibber jabber to Queen Elizabeth. Right. But then they totally Game of Thrones her into the ground. They do. Which was awesome. Yeah. Love that they got to, to to show us that again. Yeah. But then it was over. That was done.
0: Yeah. Uh, she too, along with King George VI, is actually buried in St. George's Chapel. Not what's West, not Westminster Abby. She may have been moved. I'm not well,
1: sure. If they have that whole mechanism set up, I wonder if it's just for the show, just for the funeral.
0: Yeah. That it would, makes it fancy. It does. For sure. Then Philip and his chum attend and this my note was attend some old rich white guy's club. Oh, it's the coronation committee. She was <laughs> I thought it was some kind of like Boys club thing. And then Churchill's there.
1: (laughs) It could very like that group of people could very well have all been in the club together.
0: (laughs) Um, Philip convinces the board to put cameras in the church. Churchill is completely apoplectic about this again. And Philip is still having trouble differentiating between his wife and his queen He's not getting invited to the feminist picnic this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, and she brings it up. We're taking his card away. She brings the cameras, the television cameras up to, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead, but I'm skipping Mm -mm. ahead. She brings the TV cameras up. No, no. Philip brings the cameras up to her as an idea like this is what I'm doing. Okay. I guess she is. She's sort of checking up on him
0: to see, to see if
1: he's going crazy. And he convinces her. Mm -hmm. That it's a good idea to have the cameras Mm -hmm. in place, which I totally agreed with. I thought the cameras were, were a really good idea, but then she asks him to bend the knee.
0: To bend the knee.
1: And that was sort of a big deal. It was a pretty big deal to him.
0: And I get that. But, but I don't.
1: Right. I'm with you on that. I get that too, but I don't.
0: Does he have a problem bending the knee because she is his spouse or because she is his wife?
1: That is an excellent question. I think the the show has tried to make it clear that he doesn't want to because he wants to be equal partners in a marriage. That is the impression I get. I also hear some of the traditional gender roles coming out. Um, There was a scene earlier, it was when Queen Elizabeth first asked Philip to be on her committee, to be the chairman of her committee, like when they were back in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And he used a word that I thought was really interesting. He said matronizing. Yes. What a great word. Right. Because what he meant, I think, was patronizing, but for women, womanly duties kind of thing. And it really struck me like, oh, is that a thing? Is that a word?
0: Sure it is. Why not?
1: I I don't think I'd ever heard. I mean, I probably. I
0: haven't heard it before. I'd
1: heard the word before watching the show. But but it
0: completely makes sense. It didn't
1: register for me before. Mm -hmm. It was interesting.
0: It is interesting.
1: But she says the cameras are okay. Mm -hmm. As long as he kneels. (laughs) Which is a very interesting dynamic in their relationship. And again, I find all of this uh, great character development.
0: Then we get to the actual coronation. Edward and his friends, his wife and friends are watching the coronation from his home in Paris. He's adding information about the event. He's
1: totally podcasting. That's
0: exactly what I was thinking. I was like, he should podcast this shit. What a great idea for a podcast. Amazing. (laughs) And they talk about the anointing again, how the anointing is not shown to mortals. Which is. It's just weird.
1: I mean, that's the, they, they really push that a lot on this show. I know. And that, that's, you know, it's, the, that's the hardest stuff for me to swallow. Like.
0: I think that's why they push it so much because we don't, especially as Americans.
1: Fair. Yeah.
0: We do not understand this shit at we don't. all. Sorry. Let alone personally as yeah. atheistic Americans. We're exactly. Like, what
1: the hell? <laughs> it sort of ties into things that Queen Mary has said in right. her letter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. ties
1: into things that King George has said. Mm -hmm. Um, So it brings a a lot of continuity and it brings a lot of depth to Queen Elizabeth's character. Mm -hmm. But still, like, I just don't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then she is crowned. And then everyone else puts on their tiny little party crowns.
1: Oprah was there. Everybody <laughs> got a crown.
0: And you're gonna crown and you get a crown. Amazing. The people who get to do that are princes, princesses, and what they call peers. Peers. Put on their crowns and coronets. So if you have been coronated otherwise, then you get to bring your crown. Now, do these Big dresses that they wear? Do they have pockets to put their crowns in until it's time to put their crowns on their head? I really want to know how this works.
1: I imagine it's, it's done more with servants than with pockets.
0: There were no servants there though. Well, I know this is just TV, but
1: every last one of those crowns is handled by a person.
0: Right. And it's so funny because they put them right on top of the tiaras that they're wearing. Isn't that funny? I didn't
1: even notice they were wearing tiaras.
0: Oh, Chris, where have you been? I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, all the women were wearing tiaras, and then they put their tiny little crowns on right on top. It was so funny. I want a tiny little crown to wear with my tiara.
1: You'll have to ask KG. I
0: will. And with that, Queen Elizabeth becomes a goddess. I guess. God save the queen.
1: I really enjoyed... This was the part where I really enjoyed Edward's speech mm-hmm. about like he's he's at the, he's he's there in Bologna Right. He's talking about how we can't see the anointing because it's the holiest bit. Right. And he he sort of wrapped up all of my feelings about how ridiculous the anointing is and what he said about Queen Elizabeth being anointed, mm-hmm. her turning into a goddess is exactly how I feel because he was being totally sarcastic about it. But then I don't really want to agree with that guy. <laughs> you know, that's that's two things though I like about him.
0: I the mix of all of these characters is is super neat. Yeah, I really like the way they're putting it together.
1: So she is officially for realsies the queen.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Philip bends the knee. Yep. They. I um, well, like
0: he wasn't not going no, to No,
1: I know. I, I, of course he was going to. This is where the the face acting really plays up for these two because they just mm-hmm. they face act all over the scene. It works really well. Right. And you can see it's a it's a very complicated little knot in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Um but really good for character development for sure. And then that's basically it. We're we're out on Edward playing the bagpipes.
0: Right?
1: He's got tears in his eyes. No. Like, you can tell this has really affected him deeply. Sure.
0: Mona's well, mother's died too. Like, there's a lot going on.
1: She was one of the most vocal people who didn't like his wife. Yeah. So, so a lot of complicated things happen. Mm-hmm. Still very, very subplotty to me. Like, it didn't feel very meaty as an episode.
0: I loved it. I thought it was full of all kinds of awesome.
1: What was your favorite diamonds? thing? <laughs> <laughs> Diamonds is your favorite thing?
0: Diamonds. <laughs> I really like how they're conveying, how they continue to convey Philip's uncomfortableness with where his role falls. Yeah. Being the husband of the Queen of England.
1: I feel like it's less complicated now.
0: I, I agree. Or
1: at least should be. Right. But. I agree. I think it's it's doing a lot for the show and for his character to watch that conflict sort of play out, mm-hmm. and it's also kind of nice to know that at least in the real world, it doesn't end it's in true. some sort of separating yeah. kind of a way. Like we don't really know where it ends. We don't
0: somehow he figures it out.
1: We don't know what their life is like as a married couple at this point.
0: That is true.
1: Um, but it's still it's interesting to watch it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it, and and I like how she deals with it in the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like her. You know the way her character is dealing with it. I like it. She's a lot.
0: like, "I am your wife. I am your queen. That's something you need to figure out."
1: And this is, I mean, this is still a real thing that happens in the world. It happens to presidents. It happens to kings yeah. and queens. You have to sort of be one thing or the other,
0: or find your balance. Hasn't he thought about this before? He's been writing to her since she was 13. Yeah, I don't know. He has been courting her for 12 years, 13 years. Do people not talk about stuff like this?
1: Well, I think it goes back to no one expected KG to die. Right. At that, when when he did. That's true. They were expecting a little more life out of him.
0: I guess I'm. Very much a what if person. I like to have a plan. then again, I wasn't so much of a what if person when I was twenty five, either. Mm, right. I think that's really come a lot more with age. Sure.
1: So. Yeah.
0: Because that was half my life ago.
1: Crazy. Yeah. And that's more the the age scale that we're dealing with here than mm-hmm. the age scale we are now. Right. So. So the I didn't I didn't have a super favorite thing about this episode. The one thing that stuck out to me was the scene where Philip and, and his pal drive up to the <laughs> meeting. Right. They were in an MG, but like wherever the hell they were, there was like butlers and Bentleys just being washed in the in the courtyard.
0: Oh, were they? They every, all the butlers were hanging out washing the cars. Right. They
1: were all just. sort of didn't
0: even notice that
1: po- polishing the cars That's the whole time. Funny. This is how the royals live. This I guess is how
0: it works. I've been watching. A show about the murder of Gianni Versace. Oh. I was watching that earlier today, and I must admit, when we were talking earlier, there was at least one part when we were talking about a certain type of opulence that I got confused with the TV shows. I almost started talking about
1: oh. Versace's
0: <laughs> Palace. Oops. <laughs> Not incredibly dissimilar. Right ultra rich
1: so I feel pretty good about this do you want to wrap this up you know at this point we we're we're starting to get a few episodes in we've recorded Mm -hmm. this is our fifth episode that we've recorded yay Um, we haven't really published this out to the world yet so there's a delay right but we've had a few people listen to the intro and Mm -hmm. to the first episode right and so we've had some positive feedback we have from our friends who've really enjoyed it so I think at this point in the show we can we can thank our fans for being out there. Thank you
0: fans. Thank we can them. thank Jenny Parrott for doing our music.
1: We can thank Jenny Parrott. We don't actually have it yet. We haven't heard anything. <laughs> we've just But
0: en- it's amazing. It's
1: amazing. We've just engaged Jenny Parrott to to record a theme song for us. So that's super exciting. I can't wait to hear it. I'm so
0: fun. it's going to be totally fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, but thank you, Jenny Parrott, for doing that. That's amazing. We love you. We love you so much. We love our fans. We love our friends. Yes. Yeah. And I don't. I don't really have anything else. I can't wait to see the uh, the pug dolls on the website.
0: Watch for those on our Kickstarter.
1: Yes. That's a joke. No, it's not. There's no Kickstarter. I mean, there is, but not really. Why are we whispering?
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: Okay. All right. Well, then, I don't have anything else, honey bunny.
0: I'm done. I'm done with my part.
1: Okay. Well, come cake. Until next time, chickadees.
0: God save the queen.
1: God save the queen. (laughs) I love you. Love you.
0: Like the way your mustache wiggles when you hurl.
1: <laughs> oh, if only that showed up on the podcast.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, maybe tenth grade you wouldn't rock an ascot, but I think modern you might. I don't know. Does it go with your cute little Irish hat? I don't know. It's time for me to send my little errand boy on the farm. Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: Do you have diamonds for that?
0: I do. Oh, <laughs> Thanks good. for asking. <laughs> And cut.